Welcome to the Contracting Handbook Podcast, a podcast for how to run a small contracting company. Whether you're a general contractor like me or a trade contractor, starting fresh or been in business for years, here's all the stuff you never knew you'd have to know before you started your contracting business with the man who's seen it all, your host, Mike Kenoki. That's me. So how do you encourage how do you encourage your team to follow your lead? How do you keep them with you? How do you keep them, you know, how do you keep them happy and, and, uh, and on board? That is the magic question that I am trying to answer every day of, as a builder. Um, actually, I, I guess I'm not technically, can, can I call myself a builder if I'm a, if I'm a PM4 builder? I don't know. Um, but you know what? I think for me, so I went from wearing the tool pouch every day, hands-on, to uh, I just actually just made a post about this the other day to uh, to wearing a, a collared shirt. Um, so for me, I think getting the respect of the trades is is key. And but it, it's all about respecting that. If you don't respect your trades, they're never going to respect you. They're never going to want. They're never going to want to work for you. They're always going to. They're always going to want to work for somebody else because they get treated better over there. Um, so I have the highest respect for my guys on site. Um, and I think I, I think I show that to them by not, not, uh, nitpicking their quotes. Like I, I have yet to ever go back to a trade and ask him to revise his quote, make it lower. The way we see it is that if you're quoting this job for us, this is what you need, this, what you need to be happy. And this is what you want and we'll do, you. but we don't want to get any, any pushback and we want to have happy trades. So, um, I think that's huge. And then just having respect for them on site. It's, it's, uh, I see some other builders talking bad about their trades and I just shape, shape ahead of them because without those guys, I can do nothing. Like I'm, I'm sitting duck. Um, and so yeah, I think that's, that's massive respect, respect in general is a huge thing. Yeah, it is. It's being hands off, trusting what they're doing. Um, is super important and having subs that you trust their numbers is really nice because you don't have to, you don't have to fight. You don't have to shop all the time. Uh, you just, you just go ahead and get stuff done. Yeah, exactly. And when, when they're getting paid the, what they want, they want to be on site because they know they're making good money on your sites. So they're going to turn down the work from somebody else where they nitpick them and they're going to come work for me. Um, you know, and also I think a, a, a massive thing too is having this site ready for them when they show up on site. Um, I think a lot of guys who have never been in the trenches don't get that mentality that if, if a trade comes to site, like if, you're, if your framer comes to site and it's not ready for him, he's not able to just go off and make money somewhere else. He's lost that entire day of work. So having, having enough respect for those guys to have a site 100% ready and hundred percent clean for them to be able to just go at it hard and make good money is, is big because it shows that you, you care about them. You want them to do well in what they're doing. Um, you know, I, I don't want to be that guy that's sitting in a mansion somewhere because of the people underneath me that made me that way. I want them to be there with me. I want my trades to make money. I want them to go home and have vacations and the boats and all that kind of stuff to be able to have fun. Cause otherwise, why are we working? Like, I don't work to live. I live to work. Sorry, is that that's not right. I work to live. Yeah, I work to live. Don't live to work. That's right. Yeah. So, and I think the trades. Sorry, it's, it's Friday. It's Friday afternoon. 
It's Friday. I'm driving in stop and go traffic right now to try and get across the bridge. So it's awesome. Multitasking like a boss. That's right. Got to do it. And my phone's ringing as well here. So yeah, nice. it's, it's, uh, I love what I do though, Mike. I got, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's an awesome, awesome job. I would never change, change it. I do miss being on the tools for sure. Um, and sometimes uh, I feel guilty for not being on the tools and just watching guys work. But at the same time, I've been there, I've done that. And now I I'm paid to do what I do now. So. Yeah. yeah. I, there's nothing wrong with that. And, and I, I liked what you had to say about everything with the subs. Uh, if there's one thing I've heard my subs grumble about on job site, it's when another GC calls them and says, come now. But they, he has, they haven't heard from that GC in a month. And so yeah. they're, they're, you know, they, because subs are jumping, sometimes they're only on your site for one day. They're going one day, one day, one day, one day, five, five different houses in a row. And someone says, come now. They can't. You know, you got to constantly be in touch with them. When anything changes, yeah. you, need to let the, you need to let the next guy know. And, and that way, when you're in a pinch and you do need them right now, you know, they'll do, they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll come as quick as they possibly can. Yeah, exactly. So how, how we deal with that is um, that same portal that the, uh, that the clients have, all of my trades have their own portal as well. And what this, actually what this program is, so I'll give them a plug here. It, the, the program that we use is, is Builder Trends and it is a, it's a great system. Um, so the, the, the trades have access to the portal and they have the whole schedule there for them. And um, so what I do is I, I, I chop out a time for the, the electrician to be in the house is from X, X to Y. And they sign off on that. They say, yes, I'll be there at that time. And then if they have an issue for being there, they can let me know on the portal and it will tell all the other trades the same thing as well. So everybody knows that the, the electrician has been delayed. And all I have to do is click on that delay button and then it will move the whole schedule for everybody on that portal. So, um, yeah, the software management side of things has changed the way that I do things hundred um, percent. And I'm, I'm slowly working the trades over to it. It's a little bit tougher uh, with them because, you know, they're, they don't want to have to deal with another tech thing. Um, but in general, it's been a really good transition for us. But uh, yeah, scheduling is, is, is huge for the guys. I've, I've uh, checked out Builder Trend and, or, 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 or uh, sorry, uh, yeah i've checked it out and uh and it's an awesome idea i it's it is just that there's a lot of subs there's a lot of people in trades who are not on board with yeah checking and out like more computer work they're not i mean i've got i've got subs that have flip phones right so no for sure which is i, I would love to i would love to just have a flip phone one day one day <laughs> going back that'd be awesome yeah um, but no, keeping them all informed on what's going on, um, you know, all it takes is a five second text message to say, Hey, I'm, de we're delayed by a couple of days. Can you bump your schedule to this? Yeah. Um, and it shows that you care, right. As opposed to them showing up on sites on the Monday morning, ready to go. And you're, and you're, Oh yeah, I forgot to call you. Well, that doesn't show respect at all. Right. How would, how would I feel as a builder? If I expected that trade to be there on the Monday and they weren't there and they call me on the Monday morning and say, Oh, sorry, I'm five days out. I'd be, I'd be upset. 
So in the same way, I think builders have to respect the trades and give them the same, 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 uh, you know, same amount of respect right back to them. So most definitely. Yeah. Um, okay. Next little topic here. Uh, we, we talked, I don't know, it was quite a while ago. Now we were kind of talking about different scopes of work and the time it takes to generate good estimates. I think you and I and Aaron were maybe chatting about this. Yeah. Aaron Jones. And then uh, how we bill, how it relates to uh, billing, whether it's cost plus, G max, time materials, whatever you want to call it. Um, can you elaborate on how, you know, doing different scopes of work and how they relate to getting paid? So the way that we, uh, that we do our scope, so when, when we call out a job, like if I have a, a, a framer who's quoting a, a building for us, I have a setup. Um, it, it's basically it's a general house um, play by play on what I want him to do. Um, you know, I want him to use two by six exterior. I want him to use sill gasket uh, or tie or whatever it is. It's all, it's all laid out for him. And then he quotes it based off of that layout that I have preset for him. And then if it, if it changes, um, then I, I got I to let, let him know that. So everything, everything's already pre-scoped for the trade that I send them when I ask them to quote for a job. So they should be able to, in theory, just go through that scope of work that I've already generated for them and just plunk in numbers. Um, we, we try to keep it pretty simple for them because we realize a lot of trades are not necessarily the best with paperwork. And you know they're awesome at doing the actual work. But when it comes to this computer side or this, the coding side, it's maybe not as not as uh, great at it. So yeah, we, we try to simplify it for them and just say, hey, this is X. We get, we get the line items is what it's called. Um, and they plunk in the numbers and then they send it back to me and then I can build my estimate off of that. Um, and yeah, any, anything that's over and above that scope of work that I give to them on day one is, a, is extra for them. So they'll, they'll make more money. Um, so if I mess up and don't add stuff in, well, then they gotta, then they can make some more money off of me. So gotcha. Yeah, we try to we try to do our best to keep it as simple as possible for the trade, so they can just come in, just work, and do what they do best. So, yeah, it's been a huge a huge learning curve for me for sure, going from uh, swinging the hammer to uh, on the on the computer side of things. I'm still learning every day. So well, there's just so much to keep up with. Technology's moving so fast all the time. And- Sure. Um, so do you guys have a, do you outsource like all your, all your social media and, and, um, and, and the builder trend? And I mean, who's, who's managing that stuff? Well, uh, my own personal Instagram is, is that Vancouver custom homes. Um, I just got honked at because someone's trying to cut me off. Sorry. Um, I do, I do all my own social media stuff. I just have fun with it. To be honest, it's yeah. kind of a funny story. It's, I started Instagram about four or five months ago. Before that, I was a, a social media ghost. I knew nothing about it. I thought it was silly to be on it. And then um, someone someone put it out there. They said they said you will never get more followers than I do. And I was like, well, that's a challenge. So let's let's get on that. And so then I just started up as a, as kind of a joke. And I realized that social media has a huge amount of knowledge in it. There's a ton of people on there that um, you can bounce ideas off of each other and uh, get get comments and get advice stuff like that. So yeah, it's been really fun for me to do that. So I do my own 
with that. And then the boss, the company, um, he does his own. Um, yeah, we did have a social media person for a while and then uh, COVID hit and we had to lay off a bunch of people. So yeah, we all do our, we all do our own now. The Builder Trends is run by me, 100%. Um, my, my, other, my other guy on site there, he's, he's old school. He's in his, uh, I think he's in his, his early to late 60s. And so he's a flip phone guy himself. So yeah. um, he does do daily logs for me sometimes. But as far as the, uh, you know, the videos or the, the commentaries go, I do all that for it. Um, but it's super simple. It's, it's so it's so easy to use. That it doesn't doesn't take up much of my time. Um, cool. So yeah, it's uh, Instagram, social media is more of a hobby for me than anything. It's just it's just fun because you know I'm driving around and I can take some cool pictures and make some cool videos and post it up there and maybe someone will learn something new. Nice. Yeah, you know I love watching I love watching guys with their flip phones trying to text. They got <laughs> they got to hit each number three times to get a letter or six times because they keep passing by the letter they need. That's hilarious. It's awesome. Um, okay, so you don't you, you don't have that kind of uh, presence that kind of, that person working. So when you guys are putting together proposals for houses, so you're just you're basically just sending out drawings to your subs, and then and then you are the one putting that proposal together. Yes. Or is so the boss or. Yeah, so me, me and my boss, we, we both do it. We kind of tag team it together. Um, I just recently started doing the estimates um, with him as well. So I'm actually fairly new um, into it. But we, we utilize Builder Trends for it, to be honest. Uh, there's a whole estimating section of Builder Trends, and you can, um, you can input all your stuff in there. It makes up a quote for you or a proposal for you that goes to the client. Um, so yeah, we definitely, me and my boss, tag team it. Um, he's more the expert at it than I am, to be honest. And I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm learning it. I'm, I'm loving learning it because it just makes me more valuable to the company. And, um, you know, knowledge is key, right? So, um, yeah, I hope that answered answer your question. Not yeah, sure. no, I, I, just curious how other people are doing stuff and, and, uh, I'm I'm my own I'm my own builder trend still. So uh, okay, so you you told us earlier you have eight kids. Yeah, yes. And uh, you're actually the second person I've interviewed with eight children. No way who so, I gotta meet the other person then for sure. I, yeah. I I've only I've only met one other family and uh, it's a funny story. We were we were camping, but not camping. I, I call it glamping because for us, for us yeah. going camping is like staying in a cabin on a lake somewhere. So it's not actual camping. I grew up with a family that would go off in the sticks four by four and camp on the side of the road. So it's definitely glamping. But anyhow, long story short, I saw this, this, this family of a ton of kids. And so we touched base and they had, they had 12 kids. Um, so yeah, I've only ever met one other family more than me. So. Yeah. Stephen Dunn. Um, he was a nice painting company. I, I've interviewed him early on. You guys are okay. So, uh, how do you find that balance? I mean, you got a, you got a handful to come home to. Yeah, no, I do. And you know what, if I, if I was still on the tools, like doing the hands-on, 
banging, banging nails, standing walls, I would probably be broke right now, to be honest. Doing what I do now has freed me up so much to be able to, to, to do work at night, which I know a lot of people come down on that. But at the same time, if I can do work after my kids are in bed, I'd rather have that one-on-one time with them from, you know, four o'clock until bedtime and not have to work late and stay on site until six o'clock in the afternoon and then come home for an hour and watch the kids. Um, so yeah, it has opened up a lot of time for me to be able to do that. But at the same time, it takes away from my afternoon downtime um, after they're in bed. So yeah, it's a, it's a balancing act for sure. And it's, um, it's tough because, you know, you, you got to be on site at 7.30 sometimes to meet up with the trades, but I got to help out the wife as well, getting them all ready for school. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm still learning. It's balancing and I'm trying to figure it out day by day. Um, we have, we have a couple of kids that have some, some special needs as well. So that's been a challenge to deal with that. Um, but my boss is awesome. He, uh, you know, he understands. And as long as, the, as long as the bills are going, going fine, he doesn't care if I'm working at, you know, five o'clock in the morning or at nine o'clock at night. Um, as long as stuff happens still, um, so yeah, I'm sure if anyone was to come to my house any day of the week, they would think it was a crazy war zone at times. But um, I love it. I wouldn't change it. Um, I've got quite the quite the story of how we ended up with with eight kids. It's not a not a traditional style family um, for sure. We've uh, we have we've adopted all of our kids. Um, so yeah, we were we were foster parents for years and years, and we ended up adopting um, eight, eight of our foster kids that came in. So. That's probably a whole different, whole different conversation to have. Uh, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. To so, open your, to open yourself up like that. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, my, when my wife and I met, we uh, we got married when I was eighteen, so that was a scandal of the century right there. Um, I was engaged in high school to my wife, and um, we almost we almost ran away to Alberta to get married because over there you you can be younger and get married without parents' consent. <laughs> so my parents had to sign off on our us getting married. We uh, adopted our first son when I was nineteen, and then we, we became foster parents and started fostering and um, took in babies that are uh, born addicted to drugs and alcohol. And um, you know we we go through that process with them of detox with the babies and. Um, you know, you fall in love with them, right? They're your kids. They're your, your, we're the only ones they've ever known. And um, when they became adoptable, you know, three or four years after they're in our home, we ended up adopting them all. So we, we have had some kids come and go. Uh, we've probably had about 15 kids through through our home that have gone to other places. And yeah, that's my, my second passion is uh, adoption and foster care for sure. Out, outside of construction. You and your wife are kind and generous human beings. That's very impressive. Oh, thanks, Mike. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. But yeah, it's a, it, it's a, it's cool though because like right now I've I've got my son who started working for me this summer and uh, he's sixteen, um, so that's that's great to have him driving driving to work in the morning and dropping him off on my site and then you know tell him what to do. Um, so that's been very 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 re- rewarding to see that. Uh, come to to pass so that was, that was kind of cool this, this summer yeah and then he can start driving the other kids around too after a while exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah for sure so yeah well that's extraordinary to you know be able to find that balance and it's great you know it's easy for a person to just uh 
work straight through and not spend time with their family, not spend, you know, get up in the morning and work till 10 at night because they have to. So it's nice, that it's, it's nice that you're in that position with your, with your current job and your boss that you carve out time every day. I am in that position, but I, it, I could be a workaholic in a, in a second if I, if I wanted to be. Yeah. Uh, I have to mentally turn it off. Like when I get home, I put my phone down and, and I, I know a lot of guys can't do this, but I can, if, when I walk through the front door, work's gone and that's it. I'm done with it. Um, until, you know, I need, I need to take it, take it on again. Um, someone told me, I know boss of mine told me this, this quote once he said, no one's ever been on a deathbed wishing they had worked more. Um, you know, it's, you, you, you're never going to be laying there looking at your kids and tell them, I wish I worked more so that, you know, I could spend less time with you. You're never going to say that. And so I don't want to be that guy. And when he, when he told me that, it was kind of a light bulb went on my head. It's like, you know what? You got you to gotta know what's important in life. And you can work your butt off. But if you work your butt off and come home to nobody, what's the point? Right? So that's my uh, pearls, of, pearls of wisdom there. So Yeah. Quote of the day. Great philosophy. Um, so let's talk a little bit about what you're doing online. We, we, we alluded to it. Yeah. And uh, I bumped in you there on Instagram where you have something called where you do coffee talks and you, you, lob, you lob out a question to the crowd yeah. and, uh, and get some good responses. So go ahead and tell us a little more bit about, a little bit more about that and where people can find you. Yeah. So, uh, so I realized I had a lot of time just driving in my truck, um, you know, phone calls come in, that kind of stuff, but there's a lot of time going back and forth. And I realized, you know, I can utilize this time to, to start, start some conversations and get some feedback from people online. And so, yeah, every, uh, I try to do it every Tuesday and Thursday. Um, I post uh, what I'm calling coffee talks and I basically, whatever's on my mind that day or, you know, that, that week, um, a lot of a question out to everybody and I give my, my opinion, uh, opinion on it. Whether it's right or not, I really don't care because it's my opinion. And the whole reason for me doing coffee talks is to get the opinions of other people um, as well. And um, some some coffee talks have had a huge response, and others of them have had nothing. So it's uh, you know sometimes I'm just a guy talking to his phone, rambling. Other times it's been a great conversation. So um, yeah, I do it on on Instagram at uh, Vancouver Custom Homes, and I also. Um, there's actually more conversation on an app called hammer. Um, it's, uh, it's just for trades. Um, it's great. So there's no, no baloney going on. No, uh, no drama. Um, if you're not on hammer and you're in the trades, I highly recommend to check it out. Um, I'm just uh, Daniel Preston on hammer there. And, um, it's just guys, guys, guys and girls talking about construction and it's been great. So yeah. That's it. Yeah. I can, I can relate on wondering or sometimes talking to dead air. Cause I don't, you know, I'm just talking to this mic and sending it out and I don't always know what's, what the response is, but, uh, although I'm, I've been getting some feedback, but yeah, it's also hard to keep up with social media when you get busy and then you have to decide when am I going to actually, I need to turn this thing off because yeah. you got to focus on, on your job too. And, and, uh, it's definitely the 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 more engaged you get with different people on there because there's some really awesome 
people to engage with there. But then the more you're engaging with people, the more time you, you could put. I mean, if you if you go talk to every single person that you've met on social media that you like what they're doing, you can spend hours every day on there. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It can become it can become consuming. I know when I first started, um, it's, it's actually probably pretty bad now as well. But my wife was like, you're always on that thing. And um, yeah, you definitely have to know when to when to turn it off. And um, it's all about priority, though, right? It's you gotta keep your priorities straight, um, and uh, that's the a huge huge part of it. But yeah, it can become consuming for sure. But there's also a lot of knowledge too, Mike. I mean, there is. It's you know if if I'm learning stuff and if I see something cool on Instagram and I send the, these people a message and they message me back. It's been awesome. Like I've been able to talk to builders who are building like $25 million houses down in the States of Florida. And I thought there'd be no way they'd respond to me. And yeah, they just, they're just people like us, they're just like you and me, just, just because they have, you know, 500,000 followers, that doesn't mean they're not just contractors like us and they are. Um, so I've been pretty, pretty encouraged by that. And even some very famous architects have gotten back to me, you know, the way I see it, if you don't ask you, you're never going to know. So I just love out the question. And um, they've gone back to me. It's been pretty cool. Yeah, you can definitely learn a lot. And it seems like the construction industry has migrated to Instagram from other platforms. It's really yeah. oriented towards builders now. So, yeah, for sure. Um, hey, well, I got one more question for you because I know you got, you're probably coming up to a site soon. And uh, so tell me, or, or, or if this is more for someone else who's, who's out there and and thinking about what they're going to be doing next you know what advice do you have for someone who might pursue a project management position uh overall what that's a that's a loaded question um yeah. you know what i would say res keep keep the respect for the trades i know i, I talked about it earlier but don't get a, a big head on your shoulders just because you're quote unquote the guy in charge. Because the second one of your trades doesn't show up and it's because they, they don't like you, you look like you're, you're an idiot. Um, keep the respects. Um, quality control is, is the biggest thing and your integrity. If you lose your integrity in anything you're doing in life, you've got, you, you've got no, no leg to stand on. If you have integrity, even when stuff goes sideways, if people can trust you, um, it will be it will go miles further than anything else. Um, so yeah, I think the biggest thing I would say is is integrity. That's it. Just keep it. Don't lose it. Don't take the side deals. Um, they're out there. That's for sure. People will try to win a job by building you a deck or slipping you some some cash, that kind of stuff. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Um, your integrity is something that you can never lose um, if you just keep it. No one, nobody, nobody can take it away from you. You have, you have to give it away. That's great advice. Hey, well, Daniel, thank you so much for taking time out of your day and, uh, and, and hanging with me. We should, uh, we should do it again sometime. Yeah, it's great, Mike. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you uh, having me on. Um, check me out on hammer at Daniel Preston or Instagram at uh, Vancouver custom homes. Will do. Thank you, Daniel. Awesome. See you there. Take care. Thanks for listening today. Go ahead and email me if you want to be on the show or want to tell me what you like or don't like about it. 
at my email, info at thecontractinghandbook.com. And this is where I say, if you have not subscribed, please subscribe wherever you source your podcast. Thanks again. Talk to you soon. Later. Thank you.